Tēnā koutou. You're listening to a Tātai Ahorau Core Education Podcast. For me in that moment, I felt like that was the culminating point in my life. It brought together that promise that I made to my nine-year-old self when we did that time capsule. Tēnā tātou e whakarongo mai nai i rotu i ngā kāinga maho te motu a ko mātou tēnei e ko rero rero nei hūnau e mihi atu ana e mihi atu ana ki a tātou We're going to start with Pepeha for this mm-hmm. podcast with Pania Newton to talk about ihu mātou and ngā take maha e pāna ki tēnā wahi mm-hmm. Kei a koe Pania Awa tēnā tātou Ko puka tāpapa te maunga Ko ōrua rangi tawa Ko te mānuka nuka o hotūrua te moana Ko hape te rangatira, ko kaiwhare te tupua, ko mokaurau te marae, ko te ahiwaru, ngāti mahuta, te wai o hua, ngā hapu, ngā iwi, ngā whānau, o tō mātou papakainga, o tō mātou pāmeki, ara ko ihu mātou, tērā te ukaipō, te whenua, a taurikura. Nō reira, ai, mihi ana, e mihi ana, e mihi ana. Nō reira, ki te taho o tōku pāpa, nō waikato tainui, a whānui a hau. Uh, me ki te taho o tōku pāpa, a māma no uh, te rarawa me ngāpuhi ahau. Arawe hoki, hoi anō, e mihi atuana ki ngā kōrero, o tira kei a koe maraia. Uh, tēnā koe Gareth, uh, tēnā hoki ki kōrua, kōra ko Pepe, uh, pānia, uh, ko ai tēnei, uh, he uri no ngā waka o mā tātua, o te arawa o tainui, uh, tīmata ki mā tātua, ko pūtaua ki te maunga, ko rangitai ki te awa, mm. ko ngāti awa te iwi, ka mm. peka atu ki matawhaura te maunga, ko te roto iti te moana, ko ngāti piki awa te iwi, kamutu i reira. Kia ora, hau no pirongia, pirongia te maunga, kāwhia te moana, ngāti ki kairo te iwi, wai papa taku marae. Ko Gareth, tīmo taku ingoa, e mihi atu nei, e uh, noho atu nei mātou, ki te kōrero rero. Awesome to be here. Thank you, Panya, for coming to Yulun 23. With everything that's happened at Yumatao, what keeps you focused and centred when you come across the barriers and the ignorance that you face on a daily? Wow, I think to answer that question, it was just so fitting that we started our kōrero today with our pepeha because it's very much my pepeha and those geological features in which I've identified in my pepeha that I draw strength from and draw on to build resilience and the mahi that we do and the adversities that we face as a papakainga that is constantly under threat and stress from the industrial encroachment that is happening from us, from the legislation that we have to operate within. So to answer that question simply, it is my maunga, my moana, my awa, my whanau, and my sense of tūranga waiwai, my senses of place and belonging, that give me the strength and resilience to do the mahi that we do. Hei painga mo so for the well-being of our whānau and our marae and our hapū. So it was just fitting that we started our kōrero with our pepeha and just acknowledging my pepeha too for giving me a great sense of identity and place on, and sense of place and belonging and for giving me resilience and strength mm. and allowing me to exercise courage and hope and bravery. So yes, I have to owe it all to those 
wahi tapu that we identify in our pepeha. When you were growing up, you know, in your life, you know, you must have met some barriers and some resistance there. You know, you talked about this morning how as a nine-year-old you made a promise to yourself to become a lawyer. Mm -hmm. So can you talk a little bit, bit about how you grew that resistance, resilience and being able to focus mm -hmm. to be able to see it through all the way uh, to where you are now? Yeah, it was interesting. I remember being at Aonoho Whenua back in 2016. Um, we first occupied or reclaimed our whenua that was in contention, known as the Oruarangi block or the, the Wallace block. And reflecting on how I came to be there and my purpose and my why. And yeah, just uh, there was a moment there where I was just reflecting on how, how did I get here? And I, for me in that moment, I felt like that was the culminating point in my life where it brought together that promise that I made to my nine-year-old self when we did that time capsule at my kura kaupapa and I wrote down I wanted to be a lawyer when I grew up and then to the struggles that Alfano went through, you know, being in, a, in circumstances and in a home that was fueled by drug abuse and crime and violence, domestic violence, and also, you know, living through... In, poverty and those sorts of things and how those experiences informed my tools for resilience and also other life experiences like when my papa used to take us to pokai and to various waikato hui to hear the kōrero that was being discussed on our marae and going to hikoi to waitangi and things like that with my papa with my dad as well i felt like those experiences and having that background really groomed me into becoming what i was becoming at that time in 2016 where i was questioning how on earth did i come to be li living on an, at an occupation on our whenua yeah, I guess those life experiences and those the various opportunities that have been afforded to me too by joining different student political groups at university, being involved with Matike Mai Aotearoa since 2012. And I really think through that kaupapa I became politicised and radicalised because it was through Matike Mai where I first kind of learnt about the overall injustices that had happened in our history towards Māori. Prior to that, it was I just heard a lot about what my dad shared about what happened through the Waikato Wars and Raupatu Whenua and was hearing the things that we heard at Pokai. So it really opened my mind and when I was with Matike Mai too, I was with a group of like-minded people who were for the cause, which was to address those injustices and to change our political reality and to build consciousness amongst Māori to be liberated from oppression that we face and yeah, all, all those other nanakia things. So, yeah, I'd say I was kind of like groomed in, into the mahi that I was doing unintentionally by those who were around me, but also making few good choices that kind of led me towards this kaupapa and also being supported by my cousins who also co-founded the Protect Humato campaign as well has given being a strength and a source of resilience to continue 
this mahi and to take up the manuka to pursue justice for our whenua and take a stand for the land. So, yeah, there's a lot of things in that kōrero, I, I think. E kōrero na koe mo te whakatō i te rākau ki rotu i tō hini ngā roki, rotu i tō ngākau. Nei nei, ko koe, tōnu ke te whakatō i te warākau ki rotu i te minenga. Would you like to give a shout-out or name or think about some of the characteristics of your own mentors and kaiako in your own life that were the ones that whakatō, that lākau, whether it was at school or at Bukai, yeah. Aye. I think being at Kurakaupapa in education, for me growing up was, for me, my safe haven. It was a place where I felt supported and safe from the things that were happening at home. And so big mahi to my kayako and various Kurakaupapa and our kohanga reo for supporting me and my whānau because they were very much aware of the circumstances that were happening at home and so big mihi to our kura and you know places of education that provided that safe haven for me and I saw education too as a means to escape my reality so I knew if I could become a lawyer one day then I might have a really good job and give opportunities to my nieces and nephews in Alfano that we didn't necessarily have growing up and so I am a strong advocate for education and have really appreciated those kaiako in my life who have really pushed me and supported me in my endeavours <laughs> despite sometimes me being an anakia at kura and dropping out of kura because I thought I was too cool for kura but I guess at those times too I was just they were points in my life where I was maybe calling out for support or struggling a bit with what was happening at home, but big mahi to all those, yeah, kayako and kura. Ikimatha was a really big mahi, your fellas, mahi and achievement. So what are the things that you fellas do to lift that toimaha, to entertain yourselves, to to make sure that people are, you know, fully engaged and enjoying themselves, if that's the appropriate word. Yeah, that's a really good question because noho whenua, they can be a logistical nightmare and some of the whenua in which we are trying to reclaim back or advocate for are whenua that are off-grid, away from shops or, you know, in the WAPs or, you know, don't have infrastructure there to support, say, a noho whenua. We were... More fortunate at Ihumatao though, being in Tamaki, we, and so close to our papakainga, mm. and we had those kinds of resources available to us. But when we first moved onto the whenua, we had to find sources for why. We had to re-familiarise ourselves with the landscape and the, the weather patterns that were happening and the maramataka of our whenua. So it took a, a bit of adjusting. I took a lot of wānanga with our whānau and those who were there to support our noho whenua, which was at times trying. And so yeah, it, it takes a lot. So you have to be prepared. And for us, we didn't make the decision to move on the whenua lightly. It took us a year before we had decided to move on to the whenua and we had to make sure that we had the right people who were going to lead it and drive the noho whenua and support it. So there was, yeah, there were a lot of 
challenges a lot of interesting characters that we had to deal with as well and so in our kaupapa we had to we had this corner or this saying that we kept at the forefront of our minds to help with any frustrations and that was that we could only afford to be the activists that we could afford to be our hinengaro, our wairua, our pukoro, our ngako, our whanau and so with that in mind we never put pressure on ourselves and our whanau to endure the noho whenua or the campaign and we accepted that whanau would come on the waka and hop off the waka when they needed to yeah, having that in mind was probably one of the best tools for us to endure the mahi that we were doing. And to the beauty of hindsight, looking back at other past political movements and how they they had a huge influence on our kaupapa e ihumato, And being able to bring forward some of the learnings and the mātauranga of those past political movements and apply or adapt them to our kaupapa e ihumato was one of the most amazing gifts that we or strategies that we could have employed in our kaupapa those are just some of the tools or things that we did to endure our through our kaupapa and another big one was re-familiarizing ourselves or digging into our whakapapa and our pūrako and our stories about draw strength from and to help us build resilience and some of those pūrako were like even as as simple as understanding the role of wahine in wahine leadership and kaupapa such as this. And because our kaupapa was largely led by wahine and it was a kaupapa that we have inherited from our wahine, our aunties and our nannies and so on, it was vital that we held on to some of those pūrako and stories of wahine leadership and understanding too the Puraka of Maui and how he was a nanakia and how sometimes we needed to be nanakia in order to progress our kaupapa and that that was okay because we were only just getting in touch with our entrepreneurial or our innovative ways. I always say that we are really lucky as Maori to have these rich Puraka and stories to draw strength and resilience and bravery from and to help us navigate the challenges that we face and kaupapa like these but also in life because those stories just apply across you know the life spectrum. Kia ora. that's a really good point to bring in about you know about Maui and about our own pūrako and how these are the pedagogies that our tūpuna use to grow us and raise us into ways of being. One of our questions is about how educators can support rangatahi to advocate and to champion the issues so maybe putting those two things together you know the bringing the pūrako and and thinking about how educators can raise tamariki or can support rangatahi to be advocates for the issues that are important to them and their whānau. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? I'm a strong advocate and often say in my kōrero that some of the social issues that we face as Māori today and especially rangatahi stem from disconnection to identity, to whenua, to reo, to whānau. And so if our kayako can enhance or foster or support our tawira Māori to stay connected to their identity and those things that inform healthy identities, then do that. Or seek opportunities for 
rangatahi Māori or tawira Māori who are struggling with a lack of identity or lack of connection to strengthen those by either reaching out to kaiako Māori or the, the tawiras hapu, Fano, marae and iwi to provide opportunities for them to access that mātauranga and reinforce that connection and to be open to the complexities of tawira Māori and the value that tawira Māori bring to the classroom as well. Understanding and being open to our tawira as well and I think through either cultural competency training or support in their kura, those kayako may be able to better provide avenues for tawira to express their identity or to enhance their identity as well because I feel like if our tawira and our rangatai had greater senses of place and belonging and greater senses of their identity and knowing who they are and our ways of being and doing then we wouldn't face a lot of the social issues that we see today so yeah really strong advocate for bringing forward that matauranga from the past and applying that to our current context in order to build resilience and strength my niece and nephew the three of us traveled to Ubatao together when the noho was on and it was like a major injection of identity for them that day they really mm. i could see the boost that they got and seeing all of the solidarity and the coming together of all of the people to Tautoko, you fellas at that time. And that leads me to a question about Aotearoa New Zealand histories. There's a challenge, there's an opportunity for kayako and kura across the mutu to engage and to learn and teach local history. What are the opportunities and challenges that we see at the Hua Matauho? There's such a Matauho history around mm. the Falazar, there's the Tainui Waka history, all of these histories. What role can Kura play? Yeah, thank you for sharing that reflection because that has been one of the highlights in my journey in this kaupapa to protect our whenua is hearing of the stories of inspiration, hearing of the stories of other hapu, marae, iwi or rangatahi taking up the the manuka or the baton to continue the whawhai for their taiao, for their whanau, for their whenua and different um, rohe and that too is one of the things that have encouraged and inspired and motivated me to continue the work in this space despite all the adversity that we've faced over the years and that's all I really could have hoped for as an outcome other than protecting the whenua was that I had we had hoped that this kaupapa would inspire other Māori to take up the cause to protect their taiao and so on and whānau. So awesome to hear that and glad that they were able to come and experience that um, at the whenua. Um, in terms of opportunities um, to embed kaupapa like these in the Aotearoa Histories curriculum, it was really interesting because I think it was maybe because we've been in this kaupapa now for nearly seven years and when we started our noho whenua on, in 2016 um, it started to generate interest from the community, from um, other marae and hapu and Fano and even kura to come and learn about what we were doing at the whenua and so through that, we saw that as an opportunity 
to not only invite Manufiri to come to Ihumatau to connect with the whenua and the whanau in the hope that if we ever needed to call them back to come and stand in solidarity with us in the future, they would because they would have established that connection. But we also saw that as an opportunity to support other people to find or inspire them to connect back to their marae and whenua and, and so on. So we ended up hosting thousands of people on the whenua and kura over the years prior to the eviction in 2019. And when schools visited, they came to with these resources that they had developed, questionnaires, quizzes, unit standards. For the whenua? For about the whenua, yeah. which was amazing. Yeah. A lot of it was focused on the social justice element, but then we started seeing Pūrāko come, you know, to interest for these kura and organisations. Businesses wanted to come to increase their cultural competency and learn about titiriti and how they can better embed that in their practices and organisations so uh, and that too helped sustain our kaupapa because we were generating interest which was a morale boost we were generating income which was supporting those of us on the whenua who had given up our jobs to live on the whenua and continue the mahi and these other opportunities which I won't go into but the education element was a huge boost for us and it was so awesome too to see through this through the kaupapa, the Aotearoa Histories curriculum come to life. And we've had the fortune of going back to some of those kura who created those unit standards or resources and use those to create resources that will be available for secondary schools. And hopefully soon our kura kaupapa and other education mediums to use to learn about what happened at Ihumata. And so, yeah, this week we'll, we'll be uh, launching the Year 9 and 10 Social Studies Unit Standard, and that very much aligns to the Aotearoa Histories Kaupapa. And we're really excited about that because that Kaupapa too will support our whānau social enterprise, Te Ihu o Mata'oho Tours, and support our whānau to be employed on our whenua, to tell our stories, to plant native rako and reclaim our rako that was, you know, destroyed through the confiscation of our whenua, to regenerate our taiao that was destroyed through agricultural farming, and to reinforce our whānau connections to our whenua. And so I'm really proud of that, that kaupapa um, Aotearoa Histories curriculum, and really excited too to continue the work that we are doing with various organisations to include Ihumatau as part Is of that curriculum. Well we had our first webinar last week oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. so yeah. We're, wait <laughs> we're waiting on our final edits for our year 9 and 10 unit standard and that was a collaboration that we did with ASIN. Really excited about that and excited to see the diff the new groups that that will bring to Ihumatau. Just, I'm just really interested that, that the word proud has come out like all that you have done with Ihu Matau, but the word proud came out in relation to feeding out the information and the knowledge and the understanding out to the next generation. Mm. It's beautiful. I think I say proud because I know the value and power of education and knowledge. And so I know that by sharing our stories and our lived experiences, we can help 
other people strengthen their well-being and inspire them to do the things that they might be passionate about, but especially to inspire them to go back and tiaki taia or tiaki fano, tiaki marae, you know, pupuru ki te reo, me era momo ahua tanga. So I think that's why I say proud because I think that Kopapa might have the most impact following what has happened at Ivi Matau. But even above that, the most thing I'm probably proud of and the highlight would have been seeing our whanau just thrive in this in the kaupapa but also to see alfano in their sense of hope return through the reclamation of our whenua and the exercising of our mana motuhake and our rangatiratanga on our whenua because our kaupapa was very much ahika and whanau led and so it's just great our whanau are buzzing at the moment they want to be involved in the decision making processes that impact them and our taiao and our whenua and our marae. They want to be involved in capacity and capability building, you know, nation building. And yeah, it's just great to see this new, this regeneration that is happening amongst our whanau. From a point of view of the mutu, you know, thank you for, for having the noho whenua. Thank you for having the wānanga on the whenua. And thank you for becoming Mātauranga Central, Education Central for you know, possibly all of Tamaki Makoto for mm. the time that you were there. The fact that people were coming to learn about the history of Tamaki Makoto, that tells you that there is that gap and that mm. knowledge and, the, and information. So, final comments. Marae, yeah. got any final comments before we wrap up and then we'll hand over to Pani for some kōrero whakabutina. Me te, me tō kaha ki te kōkiri te kaupapa nei, ki te arahi i ngā rangatahi i tō whānau uh, i roto i tēnei kaupapa. Uh, kei te mihi ki a koe. Te ona. <laughs> kōrero whakamutiga. Oh, oh, he nui ngā kōrero, engari um, me mihi kātika. I just want to acknowledge those who are listening, who came out to our whenua and stood in solidarity with our whanau because we could not have done it without the mass public support and the public interest that we generated during that time to put a halt to the development and to that saw the process that we are now in um, to determine the future for the whenua. So I just want to thank you all. I want to thank the the Soul and Protecti Humatau campaign whānau, our Tauiwi allies who you know, really supported our whānau in this kaupapa and made the sacrifices that were necessary in order to maintain our kaupapa and to see that it endured. And then just want to acknowledge our whānau and the mātauranga that I shared and the kōrero tuku iho and the lived experiences of our whānau and being able to have that privilege from our whanau to share that in this kōrero today and with the masses because <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do what I'm what I'm doing now and I get to do in my mahi without their support and their mana or mandate to do so. So emihianakia rato. And then final words to all our kayako and our tawira out there listening. Now there's so much mahi that has been achieved 
and then there's so much more mahi that needs to be done to ensure that we leave behind a better Aotearoa for our tamariki and our mokopuna that are yet to come. So I encourage us all to collaborate with the open mind and our, and our heart um, to do what is right and just. Yeah, supports the the well-being of us all. So, yeah, tēnā koutou katoa. We've come too far to not go further. Ai, tika. Kabutsui konei ngā tātou pitopito kōrero, i roti tō tātou kerewe me wānanga, a huno nā koutou, nā rātou, nā tātou, i oti pai ai, i tūtuki ai, haumi e hui e... Tāiki e... Tēnā koutou. You've been listening to a Tātai Ahorau Core Education Podcast.